I'm young and I'm bloated. I fart all the time. I've got IBS bad. And what it all comes down to is I gotta take fiber all the time. Cause I got lots of probiotics. Otherwise, I'm shitting all the time. <laughs> Did you like that? That was a surprise for me. That was great. That's just a little song about my journey. My daily <laughs> journey. I'm not going to lie. You sounded pretty good. I think I have a good voice, I'm realizing. It's just very specific. It only comes out at specific times when I'm imitating other artists. Yeah, like like you're good at doing an impersonation of like 90s female lead vocals. Yeah, otherwise I'm not a good singer. Yeah, but it's like you're not singing well, you're doing like a funny interpretation of how they sing. Exactly. And it and you're carrying the tune, but I will say. Maybe I could turn this into a, a thing. Like maybe I could get better with some lessons. Yeah. Anyway, but that's see that's not what I'm passionate about. Passionate, <laughs> passionate. It's a big Passionate is a big word for this episode. Passion. It is a big word. And you know what I'm kind of passionate about? What? Maybe going to sleep right now. Me too. Good night, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> you always beat me. Yep. Good night, Noah. You always say good night. Because I'm the tired I one. I just need to say good night. That's how I could. End Wait, this. before we do this, can yeah, I yeah. say something? Yeah. So, my sister's friend. Uh, just found like a, a cancer thing in her spine, and I swear the story gets funny. Jesus Christ! But can I say one more thing about my sister's friend with cancer? Well, she's gonna be fine. That's why we can joke about okay. it. But so she and they just went on a trip together to Thailand, and they were talking, and she was like, "That totally explains why I was so tired in Thailand." And I was like, "Oh my God, do you think I have a little cancer in my back?" And she was like, "No." And I was like, "Well, why is her tired? Why is her tired? Get to be from cancer." And my tired is just my personality. And she's like, is this just your personality? It's not sad. Yeah. <laughs> is it sad or am I being insane? Maybe uh, I'm being insane. What's sad about it? There's nothing. Well, just that like my personality is woman with cancer. <laughs> anyway. Good night, Sid. <gasps> Wait, can we talk? It's, it's the, the Bedtime, bedtime pa podcast. Now I'm really like i really want to prove to you i'm a good singer that's all i care about now you're gonna just break out in song for the next several days but it's gonna be really good Ooh, don't show too much leg i know just a little i'm getting really hot it's it's summer summer in la wow what's been going on with with you week one of the writer's strike yes we're in week one of the writer's strike and it's Interesting. Well, just it's it's weird because like we're not we're not in the WJ. I'm in SAG, Noah's in IATSE. Um, but we obviously support the strike. Yeah. And we stand in solidarity. We stand in solidarity, so we're not working. Not that you know, I not that we had much of an option. Obviously we'd both like to be in the WJ. Like that's a goal for us. Yeah. Definitely. So we are standing in solidarity regardless. But even if we didn't want to, we couldn't. Yeah, I mean, for me, I work in a writer's room uh, most recently as a script coordinator. So, though I am a writer, I'm working as a script coordinator in this room, which is an IATSE union job. But all of my colleagues are WGA. And without the writers, 
I'm not working. Yeah. There's no work for me, for any writer's assistant. It, it really, what people need to understand about the strike is it's not just writers that are going to be directly and immediately impacted by this. Yeah, we're all fucked. You know, like, it really makes you see, see, see in L.A., entertainment is like the coal mining of Los Angeles. Yeah, it's exactly the same. <laughs> but it's like, that's our industry. Yeah. That's our industry. Yeah. You know, like, it, it keeps the whole city afloat. It is the number one. It's also, it happens to be, not only is it our industry, I would go as far as say that to say that media and entertainment um, that's created and produced in California is one of America's greatest exports. Oh, yeah, 100%. So it, it, it's, it, you know, it's really, it's a trickle-down effect, you know? Yeah. Trickle-down economics isn't real unless it is about poverty. That shit gets spread to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> There's Yeah. It's it's the it's the money that doesn't get spread, but the lack of money that spreads like wildfire. <laughs> oh, that shit spreads. Oh, everybody gonna have that. Yeah. Um but because yeah, I mean Noah can't work right now. So I'm I have to get another job. Yeah. Another gig. Even though like I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> I think we'll just gonna rely on my skills right now. Yes. Which are plentiful, no, folks. Your skills are. Mine don't go out of business. I mean, restaurants go out of business, but like, there's always going to yeah. be a place if you're an. Ex- <laughs> what? Restaurants go out of business all the time. No, 100. Yeah. percent Most restaurants fail. I just mean like people are always going to need what I got to sell them, which is food. Uh, can teach bouldering, and those are my two main exports. Those are Sydney Steinberg's two main exports, other than comedy. You, you're recession proof. You think? I think. I know I'm recession proof because I worked during the whole pandemic. I was a what's it called? Primary first first frontline worker? Yeah, no, it was uh I definitely was not a frontline worker. What was it? Emergency worker? That's Emer- doctors uh, and nurses. What was it called? Priority worker? No, um <laughs> indispensable. <laughs> Indis She's an indispensable worker. <laughs> what was it? Uh, oh my god. Top of the Urgency? line. Urgency? Oh my god. What? Emergency. Oh no. Emergency? I'm so embarrassed. Because I wasn't. We have to leave all of this in. I know. <laughs> I was a top line worker. <laughs> what is it? Top line? No. Bottom line? Front line. Front line worker. No, it's no. not front <laughs> We keep going back to that. I wasn't a front line worker. All right, but I was. Look? Essential. Essential worker. I was an essential worker it. the whole pandemic. I got it. In multiple industries. I'll say that too. People are always going to need child care. I could, I could watch kids. Yeah, you could. People don't love male nannies. It's, I get that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Um, you wouldn't want our child to be watched by a man? I would leave them with some men. I don't know. I watch too much TikTok to let anybody watch my kid. My kid's being homeschooled, so I can teach them that the earth is flat. Oh, my God. Here we go. This is a recurring This is a recurring story arc in our, in our podcast. That when I watch too much TikTok, I think the earth is flat. You have been on TikTok. Okay. We need to talk about this because if today's theme is passion, passion, <laughs> we need to talk about passion. TikTok. Passion. We need to talk about TikTok. TikTok has transformed for me. I have a new relationship with it, which is just true love because I'm only I've 
perfected the algorithm. I got rid of skincare because it makes me buy too much. I got rid of makeup, makes me buy too much. I'm in that sweet spot of I'm only seeing gardening and plant videos and an Italian man cooking fresh pasta. So it's really, it's all my passions right yeah. now. No, it's okay, man. I, I figured out a new way to do it, to do TikTok. Yeah. So I do TikTok at night before I go to sleep. I do it, you know, whenever I have a second. It's it's dedicated to TikTok. I have a new, I found, figured out my relationship to TikTok. Which is anytime I have a free moment, I dedicate it to TikTok. <laughs> so yeah, I'm only watching like plant videos and then food videos because... You know, I've I've been in a dark place as we've discussed, but I, I think I'm coming out of it a bit, even though as we've also previously discussed, it will always be there. The cloud doesn't go away, but yeah. sometimes the sun shines through. And I realized my sunshine is cooking, baking, and you know, having plants around. So I planted some lemon balm, some sage, some basil, things that grow easily in the apartment. Ordered some edible flowers, which I'm really excited about. That's also just fun. You guys should look up what flowers are edible. Because we were with a bunch of people the other day on the street. I saw a flower I knew was edible. Nobody else would know this. And I was like, that's pretty. Took it off, ate it. And this guy was like, oh my god, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, really? And I took another one and I ate it. And he was like, (laughs) oh my god, you don't know that's poisonous. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I took another one, I ate it. And I was like, you gotta try this. Tastes like cucumbers. And I knew it wasn't a poisonous flower. It was a boorish flower, but that guy really watched me the rest of the day. Really? He thought he thought you were going to die? Yeah, and every, like, 20 minutes, he'd be like, <laughs> I think we can call an ambulance. <laughs> That's so funny. You freaked this guy out. But anyways, back to the strike. So, oh, right. Back to the strike. I really think this strike, if we're betting, how okay. long do you think? How many days? Uh, I mean, like, is year. this bad to do? Bad form? Maybe. But yeah. I just think it's going to be long. I do feel like this is going to be long and... Painful. Y- pain- and Yeah, unfortunately, just because the two sides couldn't be... Fur- like, they're very far apart. Um, and, you know, when you have AI on the table... Like, this is the worry, everyone, everyone out there in regards to AI. The worry is that the networks will use AI in this way. They will ask AI to make a feature film, write a feature film. Uh, They want it to feel like Knives Out meets Clue meets Game Night meets um, Paranormal Activity. And AI... What? I love that movie. That actually sounds dope. Um, AI will... Take that all that all the the it will watch those movies basically and read those scripts or or you know ingest that information and spit out you know something you know whatever that is and then the studio will pay a screenwriter w- for one day to go through that twelve hours and and just punch it up and then and then they'll go make that and it will. Take away the actual job of writing. It will turn it into this like this day job gig. Like It'll be like freelance gig. Yeah, like Uber. Like you'll just be like, uh, you know, you'll have an app, right? I will call writer. Yeah, call writer. It will call writer. We will sell this app. It will be writer. Okay, so <laughs> the app it's called writer. Okay, no, keep okay, going. So. And you'll be able to sign on or whatever and, and be like, oh, Universal's got a, a one-day punch-up. All right. Oh, oh, that's horrible. And you'll get like what? I don't know. 
A hundred bucks? No, I'm sure you'd get like two thousand dollars, but still, like that's horrifying. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um, and that's what you we don't want because it we all you know it eliminates the industry. It eliminates what we all got into this for, which is we love making stories. Yeah, we love we love storytelling. We love storytelling, but not enough to do it for no money. You know what I'm saying? No, well, it's because it's still a fucking job that we, like we trained for years and years and years to do. And we almost have to be the writers and the creatives have to be the adults in the room and say, "Yo, you guys want to bully us? We're not going to stand for it." Yeah. So pay us what we what we're owed, or we're out. Like yeah. pay up. I also think you know a lot of people probably. Like, Oh, like writers, la la la. But kind of like I said, this is a job you have to train for and like work so hard to do. I think the amount of scripts I've written that will never see the light of day, which were just learning experiences. I mean, I have 10 years worth. So, yeah, I have 10 years worth. Yeah. That's crazy. And. You know, it's also like a lot of people will probably are probably looking at this from like these big Hollywood writers, like they're fine. And it's like this is one percent one percent of writers are, are who you are who you're picturing. The yeah. rest of us the rest of us have popcorn ceilings. The and rest I hope that puts it into perspective. The rest of us have popcorn ceilings and, and no and we're eating flowers off the street. That's how dire it's got. <laughs> okay. You you chose to do that. You actually enjoyed it too. I did. Um one thing that really annoyed me was what David Zaslov said. He's the CEO of like Discovery. Uh and he was basically saying on his quarterly call with his financiers that a a, a love for work will end the strike. What a fucking Nazi. I'm sorry, but that's insane. No one loves working. Like, we love what we do, obviously, but writing is still fucking torture. It's such a hard job. I do think we love what we do. We No, that's what I'm saying. We love what we do, but it's still work. Yeah, but I think what he's saying, too, is, like, that they love work so much that they won't, that they'll... You know, we're addicted to it. Like they're we're like heroin addicts. Like they'll come back. They love it too much to No, to go I don't away. think that's what he means. I think he means like, you know what, they don't they never got into this for money. They got into it because they love it. And that's enough. The passion will carry them yeah, yeah, through. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, no, man. Well, no. It's just like fucking bullshit that you're that's what that's the whole problem with this industry is is there's this idea it's like well you're lucky to get to do what you love it's like like you said no it's taken us it takes us years and years and years to be put in these positions and to to gain the skill set to do well and also it's very rarely that you're working on something you feel actually feel passionate about like I'm, that's what you do. That's what you do. That's for free. what you do for free. Like your little side indie movie, like that you're obsessed with that you've been working on because it's a passion project. Yeah, that's what you do for free and for no money. But to pay your bills, like that's when you work on like the network or whatever the show that is so bad. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, <clears throat> like that's uh, that's work. Writing jokes, you know, and it's that you don't think are funny is work. We have to strike. On that issue alone, on AI alone, it's like... Oh, yeah, AI alone. Even though if AI can come up with that movie, I'm going to be changing my tune. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Guys, screw off. I'm messing around. AI, let me know if you write that movie. I'll punch it up for you. 
you think AI is just listening? Hopefully. AI, if you're out there. Is AI a patron? AI, can you hear me? <laughs> AI, how I love you. You've really... I'm really trying. You're singing a lot. That was okay. <sighs> I want to be good. I do think you're getting better. Can you sing it again one more time? AI, can you hear me? AI, how I love you. How's that? Barbara Streisand level? Oh, I think if it's Barbara Streisand, you can maybe give it a little bit more. I'm too tired. (laughs) Why am I tired? Guys, we had the best weekend ever. We did have a great weekend. So, speaking of making things for free. Speaking about passion. Passion. And and passion and making things for passion and stuff. We made a short with some friends. And, man, I I keep thinking about it. We're on a high. We're on a real high. so fun. I'm the most tired. I I really feel on the verge of burnout how tired I am. Mm -hmm. Like, after this, I'm going to pass out. For sure. Right before this, we ate dinner, and I was supposed to literally just make macaroni and cheese. So easy, and I was like, I cannot do this, Noah. So we microwaved some sog paneer. Um, I'm <laughs> that tired, but I'm still so happy because we had the most fun we can ever. We just got to be so silly. Yeah, we we wrote something, and our friend directed it, and and you know we just had a great crew, and we really were so silly. So... The the bedtime podcasters will know, um, because we talked about the O Man. This is literally how this happened. Some guy Noah Noah's old friend listened to the pod, big fan, and then he you know asked to make a short with us, and we were like hell yeah. And then we had a short about about the, the O Man because which we told you guys about a couple episodes ago. What episode is that? Let's look it up. I think it's episode three or four. Just go back and look. Um, and we wrote a short about like. A, if we were to have gone to seen to if we were to have gone to seen <laughs> if we would have gone to seen the old man we wrote a short about if we had gone to see the old man <laughs> did i say my <laughs> said it again we wrote a short about if what would what would have ensued <laughs> if we had seen the old man and chaos and ensued. chaos ensued no it was it was just so much fucking fun and i was really stressed out about it before because it did you know obviously i had to orgasm on camera multiple times i know fake but it was still obviously fake but it was still very stressful before but once i did it fine so cats out of the bed guys i'm down for sex scenes if yeah you need me you were uh Leading up to last week, you were like, Ugh, I don't know, like it's gonna be so weird, like um, orgasming on camera. We at one point we were gonna have hire a friend to play the O Man, and then and I wouldn't, I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to do it with someone I knew. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, it would have been really fun with him because, you know, you always hear like it's not, it's more just like. It's not sexy when you're shooting like a scene like that, and that's absolutely right. It was just so silly. There was nothing sexy about it, and it was so fun. Yeah, I mean, his hand is nowhere near your vagina. Yeah, and it, I, I was obviously very animated. And the, also, what helped was the point is, it, I didn't need to look sexy. That wasn't the point of the short. It's like very much from the female perspective, and it's just like me sweating, red-faced Coleman. Me sweating, red face coming. We were coming, and you know it was really fun to get to like act together and. Like, oh my god, it was so much fun. We haven't done that in a year, about. Yeah, but I don't. What we did this weekend, I don't think we've ever done. No, because we 
this director just really let us play and that was so much fun yeah we were just improvising and they had the cameras on us and just ready to go the dp was so fucking good or we have a crush on him (laughs) yeah he's really he's uh, got, so DP does not stand for double penetration, you freaking perverts. It stands for director of photography. and It's the camera guy. It's the guy with the camera. And these guys, you know, good ones especially, they're so talented. It's such a technical job. You have to understand, uh, like, degrees of light and, like— Camera lenses. Camera lenses. It's so insane. Depth of field and, like— it's just so technical and but still so artistic so artistic just the coolest and he really knew his shit um what was so impressive is he only had on both days one person in his department to help him with this huge rig and to light the set and And we still finish two hours early every day finish two hours early every day um, which I think this was a learning lesson I don't know if this is interesting people but whatever um a learning lesson for me is that I don't know if it was a learning lesson or something that was kind of I relearned, but um. <laughs> so it's either a learning lesson or something he relearned, which nobody knows what either of those two things mean. But let's keep going, which is to write scenes that are short. Oh, yeah, that was huge. Try the a clear way to get the story point out in a funny, interesting way and move on. It, it really Helps the day, helps shooting. I think it, in the edit, it makes things a lot easier. Yeah, I feel like we became better writers, actors, and directors just from this short. Absolutely. We learned so much. Um, it was so fun. Yeah, it was so funny. There were a couple of days where, you know, we were breaking and we, like, couldn't move on because we were, like, laughing oh, so yeah. hard. No, it was making me laugh so hard. And, yeah, I think what I really learned as a director is I've worked for some very controlling directors before and it's deeply not fun and i think the product is usually worse and the director we worked with just like let us play and let us have fun and it was the best and i think the it's going to show in the in the final product yeah we really were allowed to play yeah it's Um, a collaboration i don't i get you know someone has to be in charge but i also think if you're not collaborative you're just fucking up your shit so bad yeah i mean i do think you have to know the skill set of the people you're working with yeah and i think you know some actors this isn't a hit on actors but some actors aren't like the best improvisers necessarily or good at uh, being on their feet in the moment that's you know that's not really it's not required of an actor but it's nice to have and you're Tool belt. No, but I'm not saying I think every director should let everyone improvise. I'm just saying be collaborative. Yeah. But it was so much fun, and it it just really invigorated us with our passions. It was so fun to get to work together. It was really fun. Like waking up, walking red, heading to set, eating lunch. Like it really was fun. Um, It was a really cool experience to get to do that with you. Yeah, because that's, like, the one thing we really don't get to do together that much, and it was great. You know, there was a point in the short, when we were shooting this short, that I, uh, you kind of really caught me off guard. We were in the bathroom changing together for our, like, I guess, sex scene. Oh. We're not naked in the sex scene. <laughs> no. There were no, pl- there were no plans to be nude, no plans to show nipple, nothing. Just, like, I would be in boxers, Sid would be in a bra and have, like, a hiked up skirt. But you're you're not seeing her vagina. <laughs> yeah, they know. <laughs> it's not porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, 
We're in the bathroom changing, and Sid puts on this like very showy bra. It's literally a bralette. There's nothing really showy about my tits. They're pretty small and average. Okay, but you could see your nipple through, through the bra. See, when you guys eventually see the short, you're going to be like, you wouldn't have seen it. You would have seen no, it. No, you wouldn't have because my nipples are the color of my skin. Like, this isn't one of those, like, fun, like, you can really see her nipple situation. Like, my nipples are the same pink as my skin. So okay. you couldn't see them. As a man who's been to your nipples? <laughs> who's been to your nipples? <laughs> have, hey, you been to y- your nipples this time of year? Oh, God. Your yeah. nipples, your Look, anus? He thinks he could see them. We you could see them. A, they're not. Will, they're not he, the same color as your skin. They, what are you talking they about? They pretty much are. They are not. They. I'm going to show them on camera. No, and you're not showing them on camera. Ten dollars for this one. <laughs> um, no, you could barely see my nipples. Also, once again, it was my choice. But he was freaking out so much. I thought he was joking, so I was like hysterically <laughs> laughing at him freaking out. And he would. Get, he was like, "No, I'm. I'm really frustrated and stressed out." And I was like hysterically laughing, like this is so funny. <laughs> Um, luckily I did bring another bra because if that had been the only option, Noah would not have been a happy boy. I just was like, I know it's controlling of me to not want you to show, but I just was like, I don't think you need to show nip on this short. I just, I'm down for you to do that one day, but I just don't, I did not think it was necessary. It's also like the short was already like, it's very raunchy. It's like raunchy enough. Like we thought the nipple would have pushed it over the edge. We just uh, yeah, it's like I think it becomes like I don't know, softcore porn. Well, so actually, folks, sound off in the comment. If you go scroll folks, back, sound in off my, in the comment. If you scroll back in my videos, it's the bra I'm wearing in the video I have called "Girl Who Keeps Wanting to Show Her Bra." So I've actually shown my oh tits my in that bra. You've stumped me on Instagram. I've stumped you, and you can't see my nipple. <laughs> boop, boop. I wish I'd remembered that. Beep, beep, motherfucker. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah, so. <laughs> Do that again. Pop, pop. Oh, man. So I actually would have won that fight. No, it's from Community. Oh, okay. Pop, pop. Nah. If I get can- I'm ca- I'm counting on getting canceled. One of you better cancel me one day. It's the only way I'm going to get to move to Paris. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Paris in the night. I moved to Paris because I got canceled from... <laughs> from saying about a word. Anyway, <laughs> from, for saying the word. No, I'm not gonna say it. No. Um. um but yeah. <laughs> so, booyah! I win. Honestly, if you would have pulled out that video when we were in the bathroom, I would have been like, okay. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! I forgot. <sighs> well, case closed. And now on to our next segment: bashing heads. Or bashing fists. <laughs> Great segue. Thank you. You're the best at those. I really am. Bashing heads or bashing fists. This is a little segment. Just we. I think we just really wanted to talk about things we can't handle in movies. Yeah. Which for us, it's pretty much the same. Bashing heads and bashing fists. What's the fist one from? Um, recently I think we saw, oh, at Barry. Oh yeah, we saw Barry and he punches the wall multiple times and it freaked us both out so much. I cannot see, like, human body, like, being impaled or, like, punching at a wall, like a hard surface. Like, like if someone's, like, bashing someone's head against the ground. Ugh, I can't. A curb Ugh. stomp, I'm out. Curb stomp? Curb stomp? Curb stomp? Curb stop. Yeah. 
I agree. Any head bashing is a real trigger for me. Yeah, hand. I think really any bashing of the body. No body bashing. No body bashing. And in both in both regards. Bashing about how someone's body looks. Yeah, I don't like that either. And the bashing of a, the of the physical body. Yeah, like I didn't watch the scene in in Midsummer when the guy's head gets bashed in. Did you? Did you close your eyes? Remind me of what that. I closed my eyes. Yeah. Okay, what? So what didn't just see remind it. me of where it's that when is. When the in old the movie. guy jumps off the the cliff. Man, that movie is so fucking nuts. I love that movie. Great yeah, movie. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but it's great. I think in Hereditary, there's a bashing, head bashing thing. There, there's When multiple. she's possessed. Well, so she... He bashes his nose into the desk, which I couldn't wash, watch. And then her little head gets bashed off by the telephone pole, remember? Is that a horror trope? Head bashing? Yeah. Yeah, it's... You know, just a pretty easy, scary thing to do. It is so scary and gross to watch. Why do you think that is? I don't know. There was a major head bash in this season of the new Game of Thrones spinoff. What's it called? House of Dragon. House of Dragon. There's like a major head bashing where this character like punches this guy basically until his face is mush. And that's my worst night. I think it's just my worst nightmare is to get my head bashed in. And it always has been. That and also running through um, people at a stoplight, right? People at the in the crosswalk. Well, yeah, killing someone else is more of a fear for me on accident. Ugh, how terrible would that be? I'd bash my own head in. That's how bad it would be. That would be the only punishment suitable for you? Yeah, I think I'd just have to kill myself if I accidentally killed someone else, right? It's kind of all you can do. No, I don't think you can do that. You think you get over that? I think you have to find a way to. Like, I don't want you to kill yourself if you accidentally kill someone. I guess maybe I'd just be happy to go to prison. I don't know. It'd be manslaughter, though. Is that? Can you go to prison for manslaughter? Yeah. You can? Mm-hmm. Manslaughter is an accident. You People have probably talked about this, more, though. But, like, manslaughter sounds a lot worse than murder. I know. You ever think about that? I really reword that stuff. They need to punch up the 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 laws. But not right now because we're on strike. We're on strike. You know what? We don't. We're not punching up the law book. Okay. You know what's interesting? I'm adapting the law book into a feature. (laughs) (laughs) The law book. Um, (laughs) You know, I also can't do a neck snapping. Ugh, neck snapping or like bone popping out of skin. I can kind of handle that, especially because now I've seen it at the Rock Gym. Bro, I can... No, you haven't seen bone popping out of skin. But I saw it popping out. Popping popping through the skin a little? It was fully popping through the skin. Bro, I cannot see bone. That's in the premiere of Yellow Jackets. It's terrible. I hated it. Yeah. I cannot see, like, chipped up bone. Ugh. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is probably a trigger warning for everybody. Yeah, we should put a trigger warning on this episode. But yeah, I as someone who just loves horror, I do have some triggies, some triggers. And now for our next segment. No, no, no. Let's just kind of okay, transition. Fine. We'll just transition. <laughs> um, the greatest <laughs> thing ever happened this week, which was Noah took Red downstairs for a walk. And then he comes back up and he's like, I'm so worried she ate like a worm. Like she, I saw Red eat. Like there was something dangling out of her mouth. And it, we, I took her out back because it was late at night, and it was just like, what is that? And it was like, looks slimy. And she slurped it up. And she slurped it like up. Like spaghetti. Like spaghetti. And then I went over to the area that she was in, and I saw something that looked like what it could have been, and I was like, 
I don't know what the fuck that is. It was like long and green, and it was like, is that a slug? And I just was like, fuck. And then I went upstairs. We're watching TV, and I start to get paranoid. Like, can dogs eat slugs? So I look up, look it up. Can dogs eat slugs? And actually, like, they really shouldn't. Like, they can be because the slugs could have ingested poison. Or yeah, something, and then I the guess. dog eats that, and whatever, they get fucked up. So I showed that the article to Sid and. I was like, will you come back down and like look with me at what what red eight? So we go back down there, and we we are like in that same area, and we I, we see the thing that I saw and was like green. And Noah bends down and he goes, "Is that a green bee?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, "There's no fucking way." And I touched it and I looked at it and I was like, "This is a green bee." <laughs> And then we both like we, just looked we both up. well yeah then we both like looked up and on a ledge there were there was a bunch of green beans a pile of green beans and carrots it like, was so random like in a back alleyway of like our garage and on on the top of a fence so it, there was no reason for it to be it's like the spaghetti being found on the bridge like there was no reason for there to be a big pile of cooked green beans and carrots. Like, I felt like the simulation broke or something. Yeah. Ooh. AI. Like, that was not supposed to be there, like, but it accidentally was somehow left there. It was so weird, but it was also so funny because the rest of the night we kept going, is that a green bean? <laughs> is that a green bean? It was It was really great. It's just not what you expect to find in your parking garage, really. Of course not. I don't expect to find, like... It looked like it. Now that I think about it, it kind of was looked like it had been deliciously prepared. At oh one no, point. it looked like a good meal. So I don't know why I was there. I really am like, oh, the simulation is broken. I, I was like, what the fuck? That looks. I almost thought about eating the, no, the fence green bean, the dirty fence green bean. They were bean. so disgusting. Oh my god, it was so gross. It was so gross. Oh god, so, is that a green bean? Is that a green bean? It was so funny, and I touched it. You touched it. I'm brave. When I need to protect my daughter. I know. I was so happy you came down with me. Yeah. Noah's kind of needy. Fuck you. He just like doesn't like to make decisions or without me. Well, when it comes to the dog, you have a lot more experience with animals. True. So I just trust your judgment. Sorry. Even though he was a dog walker for WAG for like seven years. I don't know shit. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, do you know how many times I would like go into someone's apartment and the dog, I was, like, terrified of. There was this one pit bull, like, I walked in and, like, the pit bull was, like, slowly walking towards me, growling. Oh, I would have been out of there so fast. And I just put my hand out mm -hmm. and just was like, you know, it's okay, it's okay. And, like, she was fine. Yeah. She, like, calmed down. But, like, she was ready to destroy me. I don't fuck with that shit. My friend got part of her mouth ripped off by a pit bull. So, uh, no thanks. Uh, no thank you. I don't do it. Um, speaking of pit bulls, um, we got a great addition to one of our very old segments, Song, Song of, of the, the week. week. This is one of my favorite songs I've ever written. Noah wrote the first verse just randomly singing it, and then I obviously took over and made it what it is today, which is unbeatable. And I hope I remember it. So let's just try. I try to be friends with your dad, but he doesn't want to. 
Would you let him know that I want to hang out? Please and thank you. Imagine me and you. I mean your dad. I'm sorry, I just mean your dad. I'm sorry, Chad. I don't like you, it's just your dad. I love your dad. So happy together. And that's my favorite new song. Very good. Thank you. Very, very good. Yeah, it's a good one. You took what I did and and brought it to a whole new place. That's what we do, baby. That is what we do. That's what we do. All right, it's time for the ending segment. What are we into this week? Nam, you go first. I am into you calling me Nam or Gnome. What have you been? You, I've been, been calling you Nam for years. I've never heard until this week. You call me Nam. I call you Nam. I think via text to other people. I'm always like, let's ask Nam. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Nam is your Nam or Namski. I'm always like, let's ask Nam. Yeah, you said Namski. I've never heard that oh, before. Oh, that's funny. I call you that to other people, I guess. Why do you call me Namski? That's not even close to my name. No, uh, Noam, Nam. It's not Gnome. Is it it's a play Nom. on Chomsky? What is Maybe it? Maybe Gnome Chomsky. Gnome Chomsky. I just call you Nam. To th- literally this week, someone asked me to hang out. Someone asked us to hang out, and I went, "Let me ask Nam." And they were like, "Who's Nam?" <laughs> really? Yeah. Who'd you ask? Candy. Yeah, I did not. I did not. Um. I've never heard that before. Oh. You've never called me that. Well, I call Are you, you really you really think you've called me that? Yeah. Sid. Maybe come it's on. Ju- I'm not trying to gaslight you. Maybe it's just I call you that to other people. I say nom though. And wow, I'll show I you my text. That. I love that. Yeah, so I'm into that. I like a little nickname, unexpected nickname. Yeah. Cause I feel like do I have a nickname for you? City? Sidster? Do you just call me Sid? Or Sid. Baby, baby. I call you babe and baby. I say babe and baby a lot. I am a babe baby guy. Yeah. I'm a babe baby guy. I'm a babe baby guy. Yo, 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 okay. yo. I'm you're, a babe. I'm ba- going to need you to cut that. <laughs> that can't stay in this. Um. Yeah, so that's what you're into. What am I into? Yeah, what are you into this week? I've been baking a ton still. I made this insane banana cake the other day that was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And then I've been making salads every day. I stopped eating salads even though they're absolutely my favorite food. I'm from California. I love produce. It's just my thing. Yeah. And I stopped eating salads because the womb witch said they're hard to digest. <laughs> Here we go. See, the womb witch isn't good. No, she is. She fucked she up your trying... favorite thing in your stomach. Well, no, she was trying to help me. But I just started taking multiple probiotics. So uh, I can eat salads again. And I'm so obsessed with the salads I've been making. I went to H Mart the other day. And I we haven't been in so long. They have new stuff. And they have a whole section of microgreens. And I'm, if you know what I'm talking about, microgreens are it. They're such a good addition to the salad. I think they're a fantastic addition to a salad. The, haven't they been so good? Yeah, we, you've been just dashing them in. Just a little dash of a microgreens. A little dash of a microgreen. And they also have sprouts. Ugh. They have radish sprouts. I got sprouted radish sprouts and I got sprouted mung beans. So fucking good. Remember when we were talking about skills last week? Yeah. A skill you have is throwing together a meal with, like, whatever's left over in the kitchen. Yeah, that is. You were so floored by the salad I made tonight. I mean, we had—I was looking in the fridge. I was like, fuck, like, we need to go grocery shopping. We had lentils, some of those microgreens, some of those—that kale, and boom. Like, you threw together a delicious salad. It's one of the best salads I've ever made, actually. Fantastic. It was lentils. Uh, Yeah, 
massaged kale, sprouted mung beans, radish sprouts, Kalamata olives, and then just red wine vinegar, olives, olive oil, salt, pepper. It's fantastic. It was so good. It's a beautiful view. All right. Well, I love you. Good night. Yeah, I'm tired. Hey, guys, please subscribe. Apple Podcasts. Rate it. Please share with a friend. Please, please, if you're out there and you're listening. And you like it, share with a friend. That's like the most helpful thing you can do, honestly. Honestly, can I ask one more thing of them? Maybe. Comment. Commenting helps. It really helps us. It bumps us into the algorithm. And we just want to, honestly, the comments we've heard, we've read, they warm our hearts. We love them. If you have a second, do it. And... We love you, sleepyhead. Support your fellow um, writers. <laughs> yeah, support your writers. You know, we need a new um, Cuisinart, so. What's that? I'm, I'm trying to get someone to buy us a Cuisinart. <laughs> okay. I feel, like you're, love I feel you. like you're leveraging the writer's strike to get a new Cuisinart. Only if someone wants to. <laughs> okay, we lo- seriously, though, we love you, sleepyhead. Okay, we're seriously you're going You're the now. best. We're seriously going now. Okay, good night, sleepyheads. Love you. Yeah, we're really going to go. We are. Buy us a Cuisinart. <laughs> That's it. We're leaving now. Cuisinart. Okay, for real. Good night. Good night. It's, it's the, the Bedtime, bedtime Podcast. Pa- ha- ha- ha-